Welcome to the SaaS Sales Performance Podcast, the show for anyone wanting to be on the cutting edge of SaaS tech sales. We provide the tools that you need to take advantage of the rapidly changing sales environment. We bring you the leading experts on the front lines of SaaS sales and distill down our famous sales masterclasses into bite-sized practical tips. Your hosts will be Ash Ali and Matt Milligan. And in this podcast, we'll be helping you transform your ability to sell more so you can smash your targets. Hey everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the SaaS Sales Performance Podcast. I hope you're really well. I'm Jamie, and I'm just here really to give you a little bit of context for the episode to come. This first pod is a carefully selected extract from one of our masterclasses. This one's hosted by our co-founders, Matt Milligan and Ash Ali. They spoke to a huge range of industry experts over 2020, and they did so to find out a couple of things. First and foremost, what skills are emerging as important for people in this rapidly changing SaaS space to obtain? And secondly, what insights do these experts have that might be able to guide how we run our businesses and run our sales? On the podcast to come, they'll be answering those questions. So with no further ado, Matt Milligan and Ash Ali. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt. And I'm Ash. Hello, everyone. We're going to be sharing a bunch of learnings that we've had throughout the year. And we're going to be learning from the work that we've been doing with sales and marketing professionals around the world this year. Uh, It's been a really interesting year for everyone. Um, But for those in the revenue profession, it's been particularly interesting. So just to kick off then, for those who we haven't met before, my name is Matt, I'm one of the founders. Uh, I've been working in startups for a, a number of years now. Uh, prior to UHubs, I founded the Startup Network and uh, yeah, involved in Kairos and RevGenius and a bunch of other communities. Uh, obsessed with startups and everything sales. And I'm Ash, and as you, some of you already know, I was the first marketing director of a company called Just Eat. I've written a book. That's come out this year called The Unfair Advantage. And I've been involved with startups and sales and marketing for the last 20 years of my life. And I'm really fascinated around how sales and marketing are now kind of intertwining with each other. And together with Matt, we founded the company UHubs, which where you're at today, where we deliver live masterclasses from experts around the world to upskill yourself. Awesome. Really looking forward to this. So we're going to share a bunch of stuff, which is hopefully helpful and insightful for all of you in your own roles and businesses. First is we've been doing a bunch of research with chief revenue officers, sales leaders in a number of different industries, but primarily in the SaaS space. So we're gonna be getting inside the mind of those leaders and figuring out how they're thinking about sales in 2021. We're then gonna look ahead at what we think the essential toolkit is when it comes to your skills. So this year has been probably the most fluid market in recent memory. Obviously with the pandemic, there's been a lot of risk aversion. There's been a lot of CFOs tightening the purse strings making it harder to get sign off. So what we did is we've gone out to a bunch of UHubs clients, some of our friends in the software space, and we've actually sat down with the sales leaders at each of these companies. So either chief revenue officers or VPs of sales and marketing, and really got inside of their heads and thought about how this landscape has changed this year and how they're thinking and seeing sales as a, as a profession moving forwards. So we're gonna sh- run through kind of seven key insights of what we've learned through these research conversations that we've had in recent weeks. So sales insight, number one, trust is the key word, the big T word that everyone's talking about. When it comes to thinking about buyers, particularly B2B buyers in this environment, it's now become all about trust. And trust is even harder to achieve remote sales environment. All of our clients are thinking about how they can increase trust, increase confidence throughout the purchasing and and, and buying decisions. And I think what that really means is that as a salesperson now in 2020, it's really come down to your ability to sell rather than some of the more, shall we say, softer factors that existed 
pre-pandemic. So gone are the days of deals being done on the golf course or over dinner. It's now come down to how much value can you deliver to the buyer and how quickly can you establish trust with that individual? So the second big learning we've had is community. Community is a huge challenge right now with COVID when people are not in their offices together and you don't get that water cooler moment or you don't get the opportunity to overhear a senior person on the phone, talk to a client so you can get some tips, but also about mental well-being. So the big challenge right now in sales is how does do sales people and marketing people create community where they can learn from each other? I remember when I used to be in them uh, working in multiple offices in my career and I learned a lot from being around senior people and that now is missing. So how do new young salespeople and people coming into the role for the first time are gonna, going to be able to leverage the upskilling opportunity by learning from other people? So there's a challenge here. How do we get a community together and what other things you can do to drive a community feel amongst your sales marketing teams? I think key insight number three from the, the leader interviews has been we now find ourselves in a market of really saturated, high quality content. So for the last three to five years, there's been a lot of noise around content generation to generate leads um, through, through inbound. I think now we've reached a time where there's just so much out there. You can spend half an hour on YouTube and you can find some fantastic content that's free. I think the biggest thing, the biggest challenge for a buyer in this environment is making sense of that content. How do you understand what to trust, what not to trust? And how do you actually make a decision? So we're seeing a lot of kind of paralysis through analysis in the buyer environment. And as salespeople, it's really increased the demand on us to help clients and buyers make sense of all this information around them. This is a key insight that came out of the interviews, which really resonated strongly with me and what we've been seeing throughout the year. So gone are the days of just provide content. I think now there's so much great content, content out there. How do you stand out? So what do we do as salespeople, right? Like it's become even harder to stand out. It's become even harder as a buyer to make a decision. Do you even have confidence that the purchasing decision you're making is the right one? So this is really where Gartner have done a research piece this year, which I think has changed the perspectives of a lot of sales leaders. And this is the rise of sense-making. Sense-making is a skill set, but sense-making as a sales approach. So particularly in a B2B buying environment, the ability as a salesperson to help the buyer make sense of the information around them and articulate the options. Hmm. Being having a really transparent conversation and saying, these are your options. You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. But then alongside that, building a case to say, you should really choose us because we are the best option. Yeah. So I think as salespeople, we, we have to up our games. We have to become even more deeper in our domain expertise and we have to come become even more knowledgeable about the thing that we are selling so that we can help our clients make sense of their own purchasing decisions absolutely so we got i think heading into 2021 the verdict from the from the grounds there's gonna be a lot of talk about sense making yeah number five the coming together of sales and marketing yeah we talked briefly about this earlier as well and so what's happening is that there's a time where in companies sales and marketing departments were kind of separated but the reality is that as we go forward into the new year Sales and marketing is becoming much more intertwined. I'm spending a lot of time now with salespeople who are wanting to learn marketing skills. So they want to learn how to get better subject lines for their email so they can get them open. They want to learn how to create a personal brand or a profile so that 
the salesperson or the buyer that they're reaching out to wants to believe in them because domain expertise and having that personal profile makes a difference. But that's a marketing tactic and it's a marketing thing to build your personal profile. Segmentation, knowing what to say to the right people at the right time. All these skills are now becoming intertwined with marketing and sales. And salespeople are also now becoming more responsible for lead generation. Mm. So they have to start building their own list and the leads. And this used to be a marketing job at the top of the funnel, start building the leads. But now salespeople need to do this as well. So they want to learn the tips and tricks on how to do this. Yep. And they go further. The, so the salespeople are now going further up the funnel when it comes to lead generation. So these skills are becoming more important. And we're seeing the intertwining of these skills. Um, things like copywriting is becoming more important. How to write better emails. Yeah. So there's lots of things around how sales and marketing is coming together. And we see this, the future as well, going forward. Yeah. And we're seeing this a lot in our software clients. What was, you know, the last two to three years through the HubSpot evolution has been called the SDR, the sales development rep. We're seeing actually movement in a lot of clients from sale SDRs sitting within sales to those individuals actually being moved into marketing and sitting underneath a, a VP of marketing role. Awesome. So that's insight number five, two to go. Number six is customer interactions will be more likely to occur later in the sales process. So this is something that has come up a lot with sales leaders. Obviously at the moment, we're all pretty much fully virtual, but thinking ahead to 2021, it's pretty uncertain when it comes to thinking about customer interactions. Like will my clients be comfortable going for a coffee or having a meeting in person? And this has been a really big talking point. And I think it's actually been really refreshing to hear a lot of our clients being really open and honest and saying, look, we don't know the answer to this. We don't really know how to advise our salespeople when it comes to client interactions. But what we've seen through the insights from the interviews is that it looks like physical interactions with clients are going to happen a lot later in the sales cycle. There's no need to get on a plane and fly to the US for a first meeting with a client. There's no need to get on a train or come to London even. But later in the sales cycle, when you're formalizing an agreement and you want to kind of rubber stamp it and close a deal, I think that's when we're going to start to see salespeople pushing the boundaries a bit more and seeing if clients are interested in meeting in person. And to wrap us up, insight number seven, sales and marketing teams becoming a hybrid. Ash, we've been talking about this a lot. Will it be fully office-based? Will it be fully remote? It looks like across the board, most of the leaders are thinking about some kind of hybrid. And I think pretty different to the days of having sales and marketing sitting together or mm. actually on different sides of the building. Mm. Uh, it looks like, you know, the office time is going to be all about collaboration, brainstorming, knowledge sharing. And then actually the majority of, uh, of the sales process is going to happen remote. We've been thinking a lot about the skill set for, for 2021. Obviously, this year has, has changed the game in terms, of, uh, in terms of sales and marketing. Thinking about what skills you need, what's been really interesting this year, we came up with an idea in the summer to think about how we could actually keep a pulse on what the most in-demand skills were. So what we did is we've actually developed a technology which we've been rolling out to our clients to measure this stuff. And we're going to share some of the results of that with you today. So this will hopefully help inform you about what some other salespeople in the industry are thinking about in terms of the most important skills. It also helps us think about what areas of weakness most salespeople think they have. So we've rolled this out across dozens of clients. And basically what we're trying to do is create like a benchmark for the industry, right? So see how you stack up against the other salespeople out there. Uh, and it's about becoming, you know, the complete salesperson. And drum roll for the data. 
So really interesting to see that, you know, a lot's been spoken about around like community and, you know, motivation factors in the remote working world. But actually motivation was one of the highest scoring areas. So salespeople, it's probably just the, the nature of who we are as, as revenue people. We're highly self-motivated. So remote working, although it's been really tough on our mental health and, and the, the team spirit, I think individual motivation levels are as high as we've seen them. So that's been really fascinating to see. I think communication as well has, has been a really high scoring skill. So actually, you know, most of the salespeople that we've assessed, the communication skills are really good. I think this has become even more important in a remote selling environment, the ability to communicate effectively. Interestingly enough, and I think this backs up some of the insights that we've seen from the sales leaders as well, research and insights. So coming up with interesting stats and, and insight that you can share with your customers is becoming a real challenge for salespeople. And we're seeing this as one of the lowest scoring skill areas. So salespeople are looking to upskill in how they do research on clients, how they tailor messaging to clients, and how they make those interactions at every step of the sales process really value add. And then finally, a really interesting one. I think since the shift to remote, as salespeople, we've all felt our days get longer. And we've been on Zoom calls for what feels like an eternity. Time management and planning of our days is becoming a real in-demand skill area and it's something that salespeople know they need to work on so be really keen to kind of hear the thoughts from you as an audience reflections on that does any of that resonate yeah i guess just to just to back up on your point about research and insights i mean it's something that i've been i've been doing recently as well with a lot of prospects that i've sort of lost touch with over the last few weeks and months and it's been difficult to engage them on but just sending them like a a market overview or some sort of data or an analytical white paper has really like brought up the conversation again and opened it up again. Um, so something like that is definitely worthwhile. And I think as salespeople, something that we like tend to do a lot is ask for their time before actually giving anything back. Whereas if you start giving before, it, it makes the, the ask when it comes to it a lot easier. Yeah, spot on. I had an email from LinkedIn where he'd sent me four insights from a recent report without me reading the full white paper. He just gave me the four insights. I was like, thank you for summarizing it for me. I've now got a time booked into the calendar with him. And I, I think I'd encourage everyone as well to get creative about how you think about research and insights for clients. So it doesn't just have to be articles and uh, you know, LinkedIn posts. Like as you're listening to podcasts, think, like, think about the messaging and the learnings in the podcast. Send a link to the podcast to your prospect and ask them to skip to a certain point in the podcast. That just shows that you're really thinking about the needs of the customer and how you can add value to them. Matt sent an email to a client of a podcast that he'd listened to and chose the exact time segment of that podcast to save them time to get to the point that he thinks is super valuable for that client. Now that's helpful and that's powerful. And that response came back quick, right? Because it was useful and it was thoughtful. Now people don't want to take the time and energy to do this. But if you're thinking about your customers all the time and your clients, you'd have opportunities to learn this and you'll have these times in your day where you'll pick things. So it might be a press release. It might be an announcement. It might be something that doesn't link to your business, but interests them. That could be something that can allow you to re get that opportunity again to have that op uh, communication opportunity. Yeah. Right. And that was brilliant. So I just want to emphasize that point that I, because I thought that was super powerful and uh, it's, it's thoughtful and it's precise and it's uh, and it had amazing response. And it doesn't have to be your content because there's already so much great high quality content out there. You do, what you have to do is just show, connect the dots and show the value to the customer by thinking of, about them. 
So thank you for listening to our very first episode. To see how you stack up against the industry's best, or to get more marketing and sales insights from SaaS experts, check out uhubs.co.uk.